This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jared Free. And I'm Jordana Abraham. It is so good to be back with you, Jordana. Likewise. The listeners, the you guys are unbelievable. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't believe it's already May. It's already May. It's breakup that. season, bitches. It is uncuffing season, as the kids call it. That's what they call it. Yes. Time to shed some weight. The weather's good. It's time to drop any relationships. You're looking that are at not... that person. You're like, oh, hmm. That was just a little cold. I got a few Montauk weekends coming up. Yeah. So I don't want to have to plan for two. <laughs> That's really what it is. Do you ever think uh, married guys with kids ever thinking, you know, yeah, you know I think it's getting a, warm out. <laughs> I think that that's all they're thinking. They're like, oh, fuck, I can't even do this now. Right. You know, like they're like, oh, my God. I, I put sunscreen I, on this fucking baby. I'm really up Shit's <laughs> Creek without a paddle. Right. You know, like it's uh, it is that time of year. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. It's a great time of year to be single. It, yeah, there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. Single in the spring. Single in the summer. Summer. You don't have to. Here's the thing, like. When in the the reason it happens is responsibility. In the summer, you want to be light, mobile, yeah, active, physically and emotionally. Exactly. You can do anything you want. You don't want to have to answer to anybody in the summer. Right. Winter, you want someone who will at least answer. Have to you. answer you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you it's need. It's cold out. You need someone. I don't want to leave my apartment. It's I need dark it. out. Right. I someone please respond. Listen yeah. to me. Hear my problems. Exactly. That's really what it is. Yeah. What do you got coming up? May 1st. I It's May 1st. That means May 2nd through 4th. If you're in the Philadelphia area, come to the show. May 2nd through 4th. I'm at the Punchline Philly. Philly, Philly, come on out. I'd love to see you. Bring your friends. Bring your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, and papas. Come on out. Do it. Um, I'm also going to be in Vermont at the Vermont Comedy Club next week, May 8th. And then in June, I'm going to be in Worcester at the Woo-Ha-Ha. And I'm going to be at Mohegan Sun, uh, Comics Mohegan Sun. And I'm going to be at Seattle, Laughs Seattle. Come, 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 jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com. What do you got? Do it. It's getting warm out. You know what I'm about to say. You better get and download Ship because it is dating season and your friends who are in relationships are getting bored. And since they can't break up with their boyfriends... Because they want everlasting love, like mm. me. <laughs> They're going to have to find love for you vicariously through the SHIP dating app, which is the really main app where you can uh, find matches for your friends. We've got some exciting stuff com- coming up with it. I'll tell you more about it in the weeks to come. But definitely download it. Go to Betches.co slash SHIP. Betches.co slash SHIP. Download it. Tell me your stories. Um, and yeah, make your friends do that work for you. There we um, go. What's today's topic? 
Today's topic, we had someone write in with a very interesting, what they think consider as a phenomenon. A phenomenon. A phenomenon in dating apps, and they wanted to hear our take on it. Uh, You want to take this one? I'll take this one. All right, let's do it. Hi, Jared and Jordana. Love the podcast. Insert praise that I'm too buzzed to type. (laughs) Have you heard of this new trend where men who live in the suburbs use their work neighborhoods as their primary location... Locations on Hinge. We all know the location field is not asking for where they work in order to lie and make it seem like they live in the city to access city girls. This has happened to my single friends multiple times in the past few weeks. When these girls call the guys out, the guys gaslight and call them shallow. This is awfully (laughs) ironic considering they lied to make the shallow choice to date city girls. The distance preference on these apps is in place for a reason, and these guys all think that they'll be the exception to the rule. In some cases, the guys defend themselves by saying they work in the city, but we all know that's not the same. (laughs) Sure, they can meet up for happy hour on Thursday, but I'm not taking a $50 Uber Uber to Scarsdale on Sunday. Or worse, a date overstaying their wallet in my apartment because they don't want to go home to their parents. Call me stuck up, but us betches work really hard for the privilege of living in the city, and I'll be <laughs> damned. Privilege. I'll be damned if the bridge and tunnel folks steal my identity. <laughs> my friends and I have coined this trend "city slicking," I but like I'm sure name. you guys have a catchier term. Thanks for listening to my rant. I felt the need to alert the authorities. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks, Kim, concerned friend, and Ashley, serial victim. <laughs> this is a great email. I actually, for, for, for being buzzed, city this was very well written and, and concise. City slicking is pretty catchy. Yeah, I don't think you need an upgrade on that. I, I don't I know. Like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, the only like alternative I can think of, like off the top of my head, is like um, you know uh, 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 house fishing. <laughs> Instead of catfishing or something like that, like I like that, like uh, you could call yeah, it house like location location yeah. fishing. Yeah, or you could call it um, the facade. <laughs> putting up the facade in front of right you know, like, so it's like they're putting their you can on hinge you can change you can put your main location as wherever you want it to be it doesn't go by like where you, you are you can do this on a lot of the dating apps okay um you can also just lie about where you live and let, let me just say let me defend like i know she threw out a catchy term of the gaslighting okay but i don't think this is really gaslighting but what this is this isn't exclusive to men. Gaslighting me, is when you make someone seem crazy. I don't know if these guys are trying to make you seem crazy. Making someone seem shallow is not quite gaslighting. But I can understand it's a right. version of right. that. I get what she's saying. Like you're trying to make me feel like now I'm, I'm like the crazy when I'm, I'm like the, the shallow, asshole. stuck yeah. up person. And, and listen, okay, fine, I am. You know, yeah. like I. This happens. You gotta own that. <laughs> this, yeah, this isn't exclusive though to men. This used to happen to me all the. I brought With this girls? up. Yeah. The girls that live, uh, you know, on Long Island or live, uh, you know, out in New Jersey and they go, well, I work in the city and they do this to guys, too. Right. It's, oh, not, just, know, it's not just men. And, then they, and it's not just men because then they'll go, oh, you don't. Oh, so you just want to hook up and that's why you want to. And they'll make you into the sexual monster right. who can only. Yeah, because I want to get back in my cab after I fuck you and I come everywhere and then I run home. Like, well, here's the know, question. Like, is it OK? Want, there's two parts of this question. One, is it fucked up that guys do this and then or girls? And then two, is it OK to be prejudiced based on someone's location? Um, yes. I as think we, as both, the anti Hoboken, yeah, uh, the high, the, I, we'll it's tell funny. you at, at the Gotham the shows I did in New York. You know, people from Hoboken that came, they're like, I'm, I live in Hoboken. Don't, don't talk shit. Right. I like Hoboken. I just think it's a know, cute little town. Yeah. Listen, it's yeah. what is it? 
six hours away. What time zone is it? So I. <laughs> it's like fun to shit on it. Yes, of course. More than anything, we shit because we love. Right. So. So I have a lot of opinions on the location change. Um, I think. I think guys do this because they're like. A lot of guys have the ego where they'll go, I mean, most guys have an ego where they'll go, well, I'm me. They'll meet me and they'll get over the fact that I'm a seven hour car ride away. Right. You know, like they, but you'll, they, then you'll be turned over by my personality. Have you ever done that? I've never done that because uh, I'm a snob who's lived in the city. <laughs> have you ever yeah. done that with anything else on a dating app? Whether it's, and I think this could be, I think this issue could be applied to anything else, whether it's height or pictures or well no i've never you know, i i maybe someone would look at my profile in the past maybe it's my i never put my job so that's a version right. of lying because i didn't want to like get into it get I into when it when i was on dating apps i didn't put my job either it's like uh i i figured that if we had a good rapport that would come out and that would be fine mm-hmm. i just think like i get why a guy or girl would do this because Here's the thing. My buddy, I remember my buddy was single. He came to visit from Boston. And the first thing he said, he was like, the dating apps here are crazy. You never run out of people. Yeah. And running out of people is a thing in other towns and other, you know, especially Boston. Oh, wow. So like you could run out of people and like you go to certain places and there's just not the New York City has yeah, I mean, million, if you're from Scarsdale, you know, there's probably slimmer 20-something pickings. Exactly. Amongst so, the, like, families that live there. Let's understand why they do it. Right. Okay? Uh, not a lot of pickings in my hometown. The other reason to do it is to cheat. I mean, this is the... I, I, well, I because hate, you, everyone wants to date up. Everyone, so anyone who doesn't live in the city wants to date someone who does live in the city. Well, I also think that... I, I don't trust anyone that wants to try and date you that lives more than an hour and a half car ride away. Right. We just, we, you had a, I you had tweeted, a tweet, you had a Twitter combo about this. Cause someone wrote that they were like, I went to fly out to see this guy and then he canceled and now I'm stuck with this plane ticket. Right. And, uh, why would he cancel? And I, and I, I just don't trust any, and a lot of people, their emails to this podcast mm-hmm. and without even having read the emails that come to this podcast, I know they start with, I mean, we've gotten a lot of emails there go, well, he lives like two hours away. Right. We've got, we and got we're one trying to make girl. it work. She met the guy at the wedding and he got her a ticket or something. Whatever. But right. it's like, yeah. you can't get to know someone that lives more than an hour and a half away. So you're not a proponent of uh, the mail order brides. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not taking, I'm not getting, it's weird. I feel like that used to be away. more of a thing before I the internet. I bet you there's a land for this on the internet. I once watched a documentary on mail order brides. Well, have you ever seen 90 Day Fiance? Is that the same thing? I've seen I, like basically half doing of that. one they, episode. They meet online and then these people who you have 90 days to like make them like to get married to be a citizen or some shit. So it's like The Bachelor, it's, but like with citizenship involved. It's, it's way <laughs> worse. It's crazy. Um, they like... Yamanika Saunders, who's been a guest on our live show, she does a great like recap of the show. I'll check it out. It's pretty. It, the show's nuts, but these people come from like other countries to come and marry right someone who lives here, and then they're trying it out for the ninety days, I guess. Well, I, I feel like that's a better opportunity. If you're, I'm like, if I'm like this guy wants for me, I'm like, 
oh this guy wants me to buy a plane ticket to michigan fuck that but like oh and he's gonna marry me okay 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 well at least he's committing <laughs> yeah yeah i i i, I that's a, a sad realization <laughs> well, of the women of this uh, getting, you, know, you know i'm getting a legally binding document at here. least you got that mm-hmm. i i i just think that when someone wants to try and get to know you of more than an hour. I call it the rom-com rule because a rom-com is normally 90 minutes. So right. if it takes longer to get to you than it does to watch a rom-com, that is a built-in excuse to not date you. So I'm not saying that all people that change their locations don't want a girlfriend or a boyfriend, but I'll, but I'll like if you want to play the numbers, all guy, most guys who change their location to a city are looking for someone to have fun with in that city and then go back to their hometown and then be alone. If they're further away, I think that for, if you're living, is that different though? If you live in the suburbs, though, of the city, yeah, I don't know if that's the. same I don't think thing. it's different. I, I I think there's a reason they're out in that suburb, oh. and they should be able to own that reason, and they should be able. The thing is, we all have to get used to our things. Right. And you all have to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying like lie, but I'm saying like, if you meet someone on an app and you go, I actually work in the city, I live outside of the city, you know you have to work around that, right. that you rebuttal. Gotta, you got to own it. But I can see where they're like the first, like when I graduated college, I lived at home. I'm from Long Island. Mm-hmm. So I lived at home for like a year. Yeah. But I definitely would have, when dating preferred to date guys who lived in the city okay so what like, would you that's say? where i'm trying to be if i was trying to stay on long island it's like i'd rather i'd look for it, it just seems like too much of it like but you didn't put if someone matched with you it would say long island switching yeah. your location to me you're hiding other things i agree i think you're anyth- already starting on a lot anything that you're starting on a line whether that's your height or editing over editing your pictures yep, yep, i think that's yep. a lot i think the fe- a female version of this is probably like the over editing making your arm look skinnier okay making your face tuning your face whatever yeah. and there's a lot of girls do that i think it's probably a similar thing of like when they when they see me they'll get to know me i look and then like it's me. i kind of look like this i kind i work in the city yeah. it's close enough um and like the person once they meet me will like overlook that but i'm not gonna like eliminate potential options for people who are yeah you know but it's almost it's kind of funny that the guys are like well you're shallow for only wanting to date people in the city but it's also like they're shallow for not for own, for, only for, dating for, girls right, in the city for pretending who's they shallower exactly yeah i i, I that's do. like the joe millionaire thing where it's like what he's actually like a plumber but you remember that show <laughs> yeah yeah where they were all trying to get with a millionaire right and then so they it's f- like they look shallow for not wanting to date him at the end sure but he's probably like but he's also kind of shallow for like pretending to be this guy to date because he knows all that these that's hot wh- girls he knows what that's what they want right i it's like what comes first i don't think these people i think it's okay to be i think it's okay to have any preference Okay. Like, I think it's okay to say, like, in this situation, I could see how you could take someone living in the suburbs, choosing to live in the suburbs, okay? Like, it's, it, and it's not the same to say, like, if someone's living at home with their parents and they go, well, I'm working up to, like, make enough money right. to be, that's a different thing to me. Then I permanently want to live in the suburbs? Well, to me, I would be like, well, you're... <sighs> And I'm trying to say this without sounding... Here's what I would think, okay? 
you and I probably won't connect on a personal level if you live in Hoboken. You're you're out in the suburbs and are <laughs> okay. in Hoboken. We have different sensibilities, right? And you're and maybe that means you're more pretentious, but that's okay. But that's okay. And and this whole dating thing is playing the numbers game at a certain point. Right. So it's like, well, okay, who am I going to get along with the best? Who do I want to spend? You have 24 hours a day, okay? Eight of those are sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, eight of those are at work or 10 of those are at work, okay? Now we're down to, you know, now we're down to six hours. You want the people who have the most in common with This you. is the thing. Well, it's- You're playing that pie. That part of the pie is such a slice that as you get older, and, and maybe back when you were 20 and in college, yeah, you'd go out and do everything and you'd go out with everybody. Mm. The older you get, the more you start to value your time and you say, I'm not hanging with Suburban Joe. Right. I don't give a fuck if that makes about the school like systems. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, like, I don't care about the things he cares about. He decided at a certain age to buy a house in fucking, you know, Smallville. You know, whatever the fuck it is. Right. I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that. And, and I'm also, I don't think we would get along. Right. Well, it's kind of funny because it's a little bit like we had Vinny on last and he's saying it's easier to date someone who's famous mm. not because he prefers famous people because yeah. they're better than non-famous people but just in the sense that like you don't have to they're kind of on the same page this is the you thing you have the same like sensibility is because you have the same experience yeah I mean I used to say it to my friend would always make fun of me He'd be like you you're racist because you want to date Jewish Right. He would turn it on me. So he would, he would fuck with me. He was okay. joking, but he'd be like, because I would say I want to date a Jewish girl. I'm looking to be with someone who's Jewish. And, and he would be like, well, you're being, you're anti-everybody else. And I go, that's a way of looking at it. Yeah. I, could, I could see, I could understand where you're coming from. My response, the rebuttal to that was, I think that I will have more in common with this person right. just by the fact of how I was brought up, that they were probably brought up with similar traditions, similar type of inside language with their family, that that will be a better couple. I'm playing... I don't want to fucking get to a point where I'm six years in with someone and I go, I go, well, I don't even have any idea what their family's like. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I have... I just think that there's like a familial thing with someone that you share, and and I'm 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 extrapolating this to the person who lives in the city versus the suburb thing. It's it a religion. Would, it's yeah. a certain. It's a certain. Re- you you have made choices. Everyone could say to themselves, if you live in, it's a right. It's a right. It's a indicative of your values. You value living in the city. This is what I'm saying. So you you, you could literally go. I don't feel. Fuck this. I'm not spending. Whatever amount it is to live in the city, whatever city that is, Chicago, L.A., New York, Atlanta. I don't want to live in this section of town. I'm going to live in the suburbs and save a ton of money. That is that's That's your certain that's a certain sensibility. That's not so, you know, so if it's if we're going to boil it down to are you shallow versus not shallow? To me, that's a fine reason. No, we share certain sensibilities if you live in this major city. The other side of that is this person's a liar cheat. <laughs> you know, like I, I do think if you change your location, like this happens a lot when guys go on business trips. Okay. They'll change the location to where they're going on the business trip. Well, that makes sense if they're looking to like go out or date or get to find a date there. They're looking to fuck there. Sure. Because they can't fuck in well, their own town. some guys would write like um, 
I'm actually from whatever town, but like here on vacation, here on, looking to have a good time, which I usually would swipe left on. Exactly. Right. And a lot of guys <laughs> Don't know do that. that. Will say, will not even say that. They'll go, just have that be their profile. Right. Start talking. They go, tell you well, the actually. So they'll get to know you. You'll be like, oh wow, this is like kind of a prospect. We're gonna go on a date. Right. Yeah, let's go do but drinks. But someone could do that to you in person too. Could do that to you in person. I'm right. just. Uh, but this uh, is I all. Work in, I work in finance and I'm uh, a bank teller. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or. <laughs> Oh, uh, I work at finance and I'm here for a couple days. You meet him at a uh, at a bar somewhere. Right. Oh, you're here a couple days? Well, okay, cool. We just had this whole long conversation. Right, you've already invested. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think like whenever someone starts on a lie, they're a liar because they don't want to have to maybe lose you. Or lose prospects. This. Yeah, right, lose yeah. prospects. And... Again, then there's the other side of it, it's a sensibility thing, and that's to- I, I think that's totally okay. Yeah, I think it's okay to like have preferences that other people don't agree with, and those are just those are called like your values, your preferences, your signal signaling indicators. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Uh huh. So it's like just because that person's Jewish or from the city doesn't mean that they are a match, but it means they are more likely to be a match than someone who is not. Have I told the story of my friend? He was dating this girl. They were like really serious and like we knew each other from like summer camp. No. I I haven't told the story? I don't think so. My friend was with this girl. Like they're like fucking like together together. Like they're going to get married. Okay. Okay. Still? Not anymore. Let's hear the story. Okay. So... They were like engaged. And he find out she went to a rival sleepaway camp. Even worse. Okay. So, <laughs> so they're engaged. Okay. I'm hanging out with them. Her friend is with her. So it's like okay. I'm his friend hanging with the, the couple. And then she has a friend there hanging with the couple. And the friend hanging with the, uh, the friend was like, how does Jared and him know each other? And the fiance, she goes, oh, they went to Jew camp together. Oh, I vaguely recall something like this. I didn't know they broke up over it. Not over this. Okay. But I remember hearing that. And listen, I I, I kind of roll my eyes at people who say like, you can't, you know, mm-hmm. the way just you could tell in the tone, you know, okay. you can tell when someone's laughing with you and at you. It's kind of like, just like this, okay. the tone of it was like, and and the the weird part to me is like him and I know each other very well from this summer camp. Right. We both have like value the relationship we have due to this place. We value the place. Right. Like it's not like some like it's not like, you know, some kids toy to us. Okay. You know, it was it's more Yeah. Jewish kids are, I have to say are very serious about fucking summer camp. Well, I think you're I mean, <laughs> well, this is the uh, thing. Not to not to diminish the value of the story and the observation. Sure. But I do think people there are, I can under, I didn't really go. I was like one of the rare sure. Jewish kids in my town that didn't go to sleepaway camp. Mm-hmm. And I remember the kids would come home from sleepaway camp and they were so fucking obnoxious about sleepaway sure. camp that I was like what do you think you just like did you just go to like Paris well like the way that they would talk like I wish I were in camp right now it's like well I'm fucking right here yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. to tell you what's wrong with this relationship right, like I'm here I'm in your hometown and if you'd rather be in camp then go back to camp I would compare it to Game of Thrones <laughs> okay you know the people so you were right so there's people that like yeah oh I love it oh you don't know it oh my god if you only knew too right. late to catch up though right you know like yeah. and you're like okay get the fuck away from me and then there's also the people that are like Fuck Game of Thrones. Those are the same people. Okay. <laughs> to me, they're the same people. It's the people, the people that are, are really into it or really against it. They're the both the same. Right. 
they hate each other, but they're the same. Okay. So it's the same with camp people. Like you could be the person that's like, oh, you don't even understand. <laughs> that's not, you know, like I'm just saying if you had, if you had a grandmother. Saying, like, camp is not a game. Does. Not a game does. <laughs> but if you had a grandmother's house okay. that you went to every summer right. and you met like uh, the neighbor at your grandmother's house and you're like, Rem- how, gr-, you know, and you guys knew each other from this one, you know, podunk town that your grandmother lived in. And you're like, and right. you guys talked about it lovingly. I get what you're saying. And you're then diminishing the experience. I was your fiance and I was like, yeah, it's a stupid fucking grandma. <laughs> you know, like you'd be like, okay, this guy doesn't right. even respect the own yeah. experience and i remember hearing that and it, it, to me it was a lack of respect for someone's childhood literal childhood you don't respect camp get the fuck out get of here the fuck out of my life and it, and it's not even an all camp thing because okay. i hear about other people's camps and i'm like this sounds like hoboken of camps to me uh, so <laughs> you went so, to fancy camp yeah, yeah come okay. on so i i <laughs> but i i you know but then, like the Jewish thing, they'll make, oh, it's a Jew. And I'm like, well, there was no religion. You know, like, you, right. now you have to, whatever. But when I heard that, I was like, oh, this, you guys don't even know each other. Like, or respect, f- or each, respect other. each other's yeah. thing. And it's like, that's like what I, you know, I could see, like, if someone, you know, like, that's what you're trying to get away from. So, do they get married? And divorced. And divorced. Yeah. You could have called it. I called it right there. How long were they the married? Scene couple years okay but you this is the thing though like if you don't respect someone's you know yeah she was value system she was rooting for the blue team in color war exactly bitch but if you met someone that guilted you into a date by calling you shallow right then you guys like end up hitting it off in some way and then he always calls you that shallow city bitch right (laughs) you know you're gonna be like not gonna work it's not gonna work right yeah. To bring it all around. You've got to be like intrigued by the differences, not like sort of like. Not not respect them and them. judge. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. So is, you know, we're all snobs, you know, like, I mean, like we all are snobby about something. That's true. So and it's okay. You can be, you can, ha- it's called having like a- opinions and values and they might taste. be different. They might be different than other people's and that's okay. So Listen, it's okay to call out the sl- city slickers. If you're in your twenties and you live in Scarsdale, you should be alone the rest of your life. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Or find yourself a divorce dad. <laughs> UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's talk some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. 
Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Ready? I'm ready. Hey, Jared and Jordana. I've been listening to this podcast for a while, and I love it. I recently dove headfirst into the dating world in my mid-20s after being a bit of a late bloomer, and y'all have been a lifesaver. I've been recommending you up to all my single friends. I like We should do a... All the single ladies, all the single ladies, recommend you up, all the single ladies. I think we have a remix right there. There it is. Released on iTunes soon. I wanted to share an awkward sexual-ish experience I recently had. I have a severe, and I mean severe, peanut allergy. <laughs> would, you, would you date someone with a peanut allergy? Yeah, if it's severe. I've seen you come in here with a lot of... I a lot of nut products. A lot of... <laughs> your peanut allergies... I, I'm like, a walking peanut allergy po- problem, yeah. I, I don't think she'd be able to ever, like, kiss me. Yeah, that would be bad. Would you give up... For the right girl, would you give up uh, peanut-based products? I'd have to figure out what... Because I use it Instead for like Instead of going out And doing drugs with your friends yeah. You go out And you like Just go ham on a just Reese's Hitting up that Yeah hitting up, Snorting Reese's Crushed up <laughs> I, I, I would have to figure out Because I You use peanut butter As like a health substitute yeah, Like you, a snack you have like a little Little spoon and shit yeah. So I um I would have to find out How I would Switch it around I would mm. really have to care About the person I've had to go to the hospital several times with life-threatening symptoms, so I always make sure to tell people I date about my allergy really early on. In this case, I remember clearly that I told this guy on the first date because it ended up coming up naturally in conversation. I explicitly told him that he should avoid eating peanuts around me or even on days that he's going to see me because even touching the oil or dust can land me in the emergency room. That's intense. If that's how bad my allergy is... I'm saying it more than once. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. But you don't want to be like annoying about it. I can see I'm why she's like, I'm going to be annoying about it, it if life or death. Bring a waiver to sign. Yeah, well, <laughs> if I, I'm trying to like, like the way she explains it here, I, oh yeah, I taught, I said on the very first day because it ended up coming up naturally in conversation. He's not listening. Like, I wouldn't trust right. that he heard that. The peanut allergy should be your rate review and subscribe. You've got to drill yeah, it drill into it the heads in. of whoever you were seeing. <laughs> yes. UUP and at I Betches.com. And I will die if you bring yeah. out a peanut. <laughs> peanut 
Peanuts kill me yes. at Betches.com. Exactly. Peanuts kill me at Betches.com. Right Peanuts <laughs> kill me at Betches.com. Yeah, I would be sitting there sitting screaming there, right. at them. And then when you finally, then you can talk about something else. This is just a little too cash for me. <laughs> <laughs> I explicitly uh, told them that I should, okay. I mean, even touching the dust and oil is like... That's intense. Anyways, several dates later, like, you know, like, she says the very first date, then several dates later, like, give the guy a break. Like, I don't know. <laughs> We've already hooked up at this point, and I'm over at his place. We're making out in his bed. My lips start to feel tingly, and I'm starting to feel itchy around my mouth, face, neck. I got up to freshen up in the bathroom, and when I look in the mirror, my face is all red, and I'm breaking out in welts. I looked at my date and asked him if he had eaten anything with peanuts earlier that day. He looked at me, oh and God, then lo- She probably said that as a rhetorical question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my face is like the size of a balloon. Yeah. Hey, peanuts in here. <laughs> is it just me? <laughs> Yeah, she looks like one of the Walking Dead. Peanuts here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be like, call the. Ant- Why are you spending time on twenty questions? <laughs> Ambulance, dying. That would be my. I wouldn't spend time on like, hey, just wondering. Have you had any peanut-based products? Yeah, no, Possibly. You, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I know I. I <laughs> Very polite. I know I look like uh, a lip that needs chapstick during the summer. Oh my god! Uh, we're making out his bed. Okay, he looked at me. My face is all red. I'm bringing out welts. I looked at my date and asked him if he had eaten anything with peanuts earlier that day. He looked at me and then looked at his desk beside his bed. Sitting on the desk is one of those massive 16 ounce cans of Planters peanuts. That's Boy, it. <laughs> it's like. That's like having the garlic next to the bed when you hook up with a vampire. Oh, my God. That is crazy. The 16-ounce can. It's like he tried to kill you. She didn't you. notice that? That's attempted murder. Right? That's not eating, a- just casually eating the peanuts. Yeah. Who even eats that as a snack? Uh, like- I'm going to defend him on that one. I'm, I'm a big peanuts peanut out of a guy. big-ass jar of peanuts yeah, just from your bed? I mean, it's a comically large thing of peanuts See, for a girl that's deathly <laughs> ill when it comes to peanuts if i were him when she said something about the peanut allergy i'd be like oh well like i really love peanuts as a snack so like i'll try to remember that i don't know i i <laughs> I, I i it's the way she wrote it in the email wasn't like no i stop every date oh my and God. make sure they know or maybe like, like check the count the I guess maybe she just didn't see it. He had literally been eating straight peanuts in bed immediately before I came over. I like that she talks about it like it's vodka drinking <laughs> from the bottle. He's just sitting He's there. snorting uh, <laughs> crack cocaine yeah. immediately before I got there. It was everywhere. We had to rush to the pharmacy and buy Benetrol. Luckily, that was all I needed and the reaction didn't get too severe. By the way, I had to drive and he didn't pay for the Benadryl. That's really not not a a manly move. I know we don't speak in, you know, those gender roles anymore, but I can't understand looking at a guy in a masculine way anymore when he's like, when you're welted up all over your face and he's like, you drive. Right. And then he (laughs) just like stands there while you pay for There's nothing more awkward as a woman than paying for something and having a guy watch you pay for it why and doesn't because and not offer to do anything like well, at least just like even like I'm the just, attempt any yeah i'm just like when you pull out your wallet or your credit card and the guy just kind of like looks at you and you're good luck right <laughs> have fun Ooh, that's pricey I do. interesting okay 
hope you have insurance. <laughs> and he claimed to not remember telling me telling him about the allergy. He obviously didn't remember. <laughs> he was trying to murder you. Trying to kill you? Is that really what you think? That could be a a new murder mystery. Like great like episode novel. of SVU. Right? He knew, and he was. It was the peanuts the whole time. Exactly. I do carry an EpiPen on me for emergencies, but thankfully it wasn't necessary this time. Anyways, I'm glad I didn't, like, die, because that would have been an awkward experience for everyone involved. I've already gone ahead and named this one for you. The EpiPenis. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. I'll take it. Those are her ha's. I can't think of anything better. Well, she didn't use an EpiPen. She thought about it. I would call this Peanuts. There you go. Like, this is peanuts. Yes. Needless to say, this relationship did not work out. Sincerely, highly allergic Angelino. Peanuts. I like peanuts. Uh, uh, you got anything else? I, like? I mean, is, EpiPenis is funny, but she didn't use an EpiPen. Um, yeah, the planters. The Benadryl. I like that. Benadryl. I'm, now I'm just using the words in different cadences. EpiPenis, planters. Um, planters peen. Planter's pain, the um, the Walking Dead. I mean, just because she looked like a feels like a Walking Dead gonna, character, it almost died. Yeah, um, yeah. I Does mean, anything like this ever happen to you? No, I don't have any allergies. Do you? I've I have no allergies. allergies. No allergies I whatsoever. Think, I don't think I've ever been with someone who had like. Um, I'm trying to think if I've ever like dated someone with like severe anything like that, but no, I don't think so. Yeah. Red flag or deal breaker? I think deal breaker only because of his reaction afterwards. He didn't seem like concerned enough about her. Yeah. I don't know if More he should have. The peanuts Should he is, have paid? He should have at least offered. Offered. I think he should have insisted. Hey, let me get this. Yeah. Hey, I feel terrible that I that I, I didn't brought hear the you. peanuts right. into this situation. And they could fight over it maybe or something. The fact that he didn't even offer and he did bring the jar of peanuts is like a little bit hilariously a little large rude to me yeah he's eating them in bed <laughs> in bed, in bed. He's, 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 he's throwing them into his he's, mouth he's first like, he's he's like marinating his hands in the peanut and then touching her whole face and vagina yeah it's uh it's a little bit crazy he has peanut flavored lube it, it is it's like he took a peanut bath right he's like a seal I th- just with the, the peanuts right. on his on his stomach. The allergic reaction I could get over, but I feel like he was not like an otter. He was I mean, chivalrous <laughs> enough. Yeah, he should have been a little more chivalrous. I mean, drive her to. Buyers Men should always. I I I know this is old school and sounds old, but like, is it her car? Guy drive. If she's in pain, yeah, fucking she's in pain. Definitely. Let her deal with the pain, and Not you fucking road. drive. Yeah, this guy seems. I like can't he imagine care being that in that par- passenger seat. Like I, I, I'd feel embarrassed. And remember now, next time to scream your allergy from the rooftops. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a little more insistent. I wouldn't be as embarrassed. Like, oh, I don't want to like be awkward. Right. No, you die from peanuts. Just end every text you send with, by the way, don't yeah. forget my peanut allergy. <laughs> I, don't bring peanuts. Well, the, the thing is, the problem with what's going on in the world today is like all these people acquiring, trying to acquire everyone else's struggles. Okay. So like... You know, it makes this person who's deathly who actually has a real issue with food, real right. issue with peanut allergy, be like a little embarrassed. And it's like she has no reason to be embarrassed. Right. She's only embarrassed because of there's just all this white noise of people going, 
well, oh, oh allergy Gluten people. Makes are, my tummy. Yeah, hurt. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And then them getting made fun of. Right. And so now it's like kind of affecting these people who are like, no, I have like I, I have Just a the collateral damage. Yeah, right. like I I know a guy who's like a real gluten issue, and he's like I love these people that lie about their gluten allergy because now there's a whole section in the store. He's like right. growing up. Yeah, there was half a shelf. It's trendy now that it's trendy. I got the world is my oyster. I can eat all these things that I never actually couldn't eat because mm. some assholes an asshole. Right. So that's like a different way of looking at He's it. He's the positive side. The negative is like, oh, don't worry about little old me. Just a gonna definitely die. peanut allergy. <laughs> right. That's got to be tough. Yeah. Peanut butter is great. I, feel bad I for you. love peanut <laughs> butter. <laughs> you, you but pe- even you would give it up for the right girl. For the right girl. UUP at Betches.com. Send in your awkward sexual experience to Let's UUP at Betches.com. Let's do some emails. All right. Hi, Jared and Jordana. I've been dating a guy for a few weeks and things have been going well so far. We have a lot of fun together and both seem interested in continuing to date. About a week ago, he left for a three-week trip abroad. Knowing Jared's warning about trips and holidays. I'm Beware being... the trips and holidays. And peanuts. And peanuts. <laughs> um, I'm being very cautiously optimistic. Knowing Jared's warnings about trips and holidays. <laughs> He's been checking in. I like that. I like <laughs> that that's become a thing. But it is real. Yeah. I Beware the one week trip to Mykonos. He's been checking in every few days. That's a good sign. Nothing major, but a quick chit chat about with a few photos. That's I'm, okay. I'm happy to hear from him, but I also know that I shouldn't look too much into it. Sending a text is pretty simple after all. Here's the thing. Before he left, we stopped using condoms. And the last couple of times we had sex, I have an IUD and we both had recently been tested for STIs. Um, I usually don't do this unless I'm in a relationship, but I slipped up in the moment. The thing is, we haven't had any talks about being exclusive, and I know I can't expect him to not hook up while he's away, but I also don't want to keep broad-dogging it when he's back if he's been sleeping with other people. I don't want to bombard him with questions about what happened when he was away. I honestly just don't even want to know, but I'm paranoid about STIs, and I would feel more comfortable using condoms until we are exclusive. How do I bring this up without sounding like I'm prying about his potential hookups? Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Very interesting scenario. That is an interesting one because I I feel like a lot of girls have issues where they like may have let the no condom thing slip once mm. and then they're kind of like, well, like I feel we- like now I- I'm stuck in this right, reality. Now I'm stuck in the no condom zone yeah. when like I didn't really want to be there, but it's almost like it's an awkward thing to have to go back to. Interesting. I can understand the dilemma. This adds an extra twist on it that he went on this trip, but he could have been sleeping with people at the, the whole time if he well, was he home. Well, he they did say she I mean if she trusts him, he did say that they've both been tested and Right, then, but that doesn't mean that he's not continuing to sleep with other people exactly. if they've never had a conversation about it. I think the way to do this would be the next time you're about to have sex, all you say is, "Hey, do you have a condom?" Yeah. Or like, "Hey," or like or give him the condom. Or have the condom. Just be like, did you put on a condom? Yeah. I think, I, I think, I think that makes it non-awkward. You're not like bringing it up. You're not having a conversation. No, about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I think you have condoms readily available at your own apartment. Right. And trust that he would have condoms at his apartment. Mm-hmm. But you get get ahead of it. Yeah. So have a condoms at your place. And I was trying to think of how I would say it to him. Okay. I think the most awkward thing, like the least awkward thing to do is to just act as though you're already like, you guys are still yeah, using condoms. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
And if he says something like, oh, I thought we stopped doing that or like, I'd rather not, then you could be like, oh, like I, I like, I generally don't like to have sex with people unless I'm exclusive without a condom, unless I'm exclusively dating them. Yeah. And like, totally fine. We don't have to like get into that. I just rather be safe. Sure. And I, um, I think like owning the reality of what you guys are. Right. Which it sounds like she has. Like, you're like, we've hooked up a few weeks. We slipped. We're, right. we're both tested, so it was fine at the time. He's going to come back, and now that we've slipped... Like, I think a lot of people think they have to be the thing that... Like, there's no going back. Right. Well, I think... With certain things. Like, th- there is going back with condoms. You could look at him... Like, and if he said, like, whoa, I thought we weren't using condoms, you can go, you just spent three weeks away, and we're not together. Right. What's the deal? Uh, I mean, if you're saying, you, if you want to have a whole conversation. I think girls are afraid to do that kind of thing because they're like, they don't want a, the guy to think that they're like pressuring them into saying they're exclusive. Sure. No, but that's, but that's, your I solution. I think that's their, that's her fear with saying that is probably, she's, she's kind of like, I don't want him to think that I'm bringing, I'm going back to the condom thing almost as like a way to, to corner him into just sure. agreeing to be exclusive. And I've had that, I've had that happen to me. Right. Which I think is, is, is a tactic that's, yes. uh, that, that can be used. But, <laughs> but I think in this, situation where it is so new Mm -hmm. your tactic is the way to go where it's like no i think it's like i think guys feel pressure where it's like well do you not want to use a condom like i think that's Mm -hmm. when it feels like pressure and when it doesn't feel like pressure is when you go no i use condoms right i'm i want it's about me it's It's about about like this this is how i'll feel comfortable you know like and i think that is you and then he'll go oh okay yeah, yeah yeah no problem and then mm-hmm. maybe he'll come back up again later. Maybe he'll go, well, I didn't sleep with anyone on this trip because I, I kind of like was excited about what we have going on. That's like a, you know, that's yeah, like a. That's your best case scenario. Uh, when you, when if you that's what you the, wanted. When you suggest the condom. Yeah. And because it, like, here's the thing. It's like, she's not going to say it to make him say that, but that would be an added bonus. Love that. <laughs> You'd be sitting there. You're smiling right now. Just hearing that answer. <laughs> that's like just the hearing ide- that scenario. That's the ideal situation sure. for bringing that situation up. The but you mo- don't want the guy to think that's why you're bringing that up. No, but in the, in this scenario where you go, I, you know, listen, I'm using Condoms. Well then he might well what if he's like well you didn't last time I, we fucked up right I I I really didn't feel even comfortable doing that right I you wish even, we didn't do I that. wish I kind of yeah. wish we didn't but it happened I'm not gonna like be mad at us right but, but uh, I, I, that doesn't mean that I have to live the rest of my life fucking not <laughs> condomless right you know like I I think owning it as your standard I think like that's a kind of a theme that like we come back to a lot mm-hmm. is like owning your own standard i agree and then but like when it's put in that context guys aren't as flee don't flee as much right i think when it becomes that your standard is the standard for this whole thing that is more pressure than i operate this way yeah because that's not about the two of you it's about your own personal standards what do you think about and this made me think of another scenario what do you think about if you were to say if you had sex with someone and then you kind of like wish you had waited to say, can you, can you do the same thing with sex as you do with condoms and saying like, I'd rather not continue to have sex. I think absolutely. I think think like, like I think there's like a, there's a thing where girls are like, well go on a date. They'll be like, well we had sex that first date and I don't want to be that person. And I go, or I kind of wish we, I think from from my perspective, it's kind of like, well, I kind of wish I waited a little longer. I wish that I didn't, 
the, have sex that soon. What they do, I, I hear what you're saying and mm-hmm. what a lot of people do because I get DMs like this all the time where they go, I had sex with them. I don't want to, you know, I kind of wish I waited. Right. But it's like, then they're like, well, now I'm, am I in this boat where I'm that to them? I'm that just sex person? And I'm like, no, you, the next hangout is the next hangout. Right. I think you, you can, can go back. You can go. If, if you fuck on the first date and then that weekend at 1130, you get a text being like, hey, come over. You can say, no, I, I can't come over, but I'm free for drinks this week. Right. That is you receiving a contract offer. Looking it over going, oh, come on, I'm not agreeing right, to not this. interested in this. I'm not interested in this. I was interested in it before. That's okay. Right. And then if he said, well, well, you did that before, you go, that was then. This is a new, every date is a new contract offer. Right. You don't just because you have done something doesn't, I mean, if that were the case, then guys would still be like trying to impress us yeah. years into a relationship, which they're not doing. So they've, <laughs> so this is, you know. but this is also like a standard mm-hmm. thing where you say, yeah, I have sex when I want to have sex. You know, right. like I don't have sex because I had sex. Right. I have, and I'm, if I didn't feel super comfortable, if I didn't like that experience, if I didn't feel like I was ready and I did that too soon, I'm entitled to wait as Absolutely. long as I want to continue to do that. So like, and, and like the guy, and you have to be ready for the guy to go, well, I don't want that new contract. Uh, I think we're going to leave the negotiation table. Well, then you know it's not and It's not you. real. Right. And, and it's like, that is some, that's an answer you have to be unafraid of hearing. Right. And that's the what people. That's the reason people don't do that. They go, "Oh, I can't on Saturday." Instead of going, "No, I'm I'm sleeping. Let's do drinks this week." Right. I think that's, a, that's like a we good just did. And then you're right. You're basically putting forward the renegotiation. Here's yeah. They could take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. And and it's the same for this condom thing. I agree. UUP at betches dot com. UUP at betches dot com. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. 
Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do another email. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, J&J, can you guys talk about how to approach taking compliments on dating apps, i.e., what's appropriate and when they're okay, not okay, and how to respond to them in the right way. Whenever a guy starts out an app conversation with a compliment such as, your pics are so sexy, I'm immediately a bit skeeved out. Do you want to speak to this or yeah. go through the email? Um, we, got, we can go through the email. I think uh, she's got more to say. And I can usually tell things won't be going well from there on. Earlier this week, a guy on Bumble started off by commenting a photo I have my profile. And after I said thank you, he immediately asked me to send him nudes. <laughs> oh man wow. she said th- she's thankful yeah how- show me how thankful <laughs> how does that conversation go uh, hey you're, 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 that picture's hot thanks can i see your tits no <laughs> at least buy me dinner i just love that that the <laughs> i'm sure that happens a lot of course yeah. listen this is stupid you know, like, mm. um, um, so said thank you. Immediately asked me for send him nudes. Another guy started telling me I have beautiful eyes, but then asked me to share what I like best about his photos, <laughs> specifically asking, asking if I would like to see more without his clothes on. I know that all not all men who say nice things on dating apps have nefarious intentions, but there are definitely right and wrong ways to go about them. Absolutely. This yes. doesn't just because you're on a dating app doesn't mean like the the societal conversation rules don't apply. Right, you wouldn't say that in a bar, hopefully. <laughs> or you would. You know, and like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I also don't mean to downplay compliments as they feel good and are a nice way to show you're interested in someone. But I wonder if guys understand how creepy they come off early in an interaction, especially when you're essentially taking, talking to a str- complete stranger. So uh, would you... Would love your... Would, his and hers opinion on this. Thanks, uh, everything you guys are doing. What do you think? Um, I think that it's always a bad sign when a guy goes for the physical thing, like very initially. If, I mean, if I'm not looking to hook up, if I'm looking for like to date or for a relationship, I'm not looking for a guy to like immediately start with like start with sex or start yeah. with a physical compliment. I'd rather. I mean, like the pictures are out there. Like we all like you know know what's sure. Good. My thought on this, where she might be encountering this a lot, is if her pictures are maybe a little bit more on the sexual side yeah. where a guy is sort of interpret, if this is happening like frequently and you find this is a pattern, yeah. I feel like she might be kind of leading with sex. And then the guys are kind of taking that as like, this is what she wants or she's down to hook just to hook up and I'm going to get right into it. I have lots to say about this. Okay. It is, um, it's, these are the least funny, thoughtful guys that do this shit. Let's start with that. The compliment thing, you're so beautiful, is like... That could be said to anyone about anything. Anything about anyone. Great eyes. Also, the whole premise of a dating app is that you thought the person was hot. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't have matched. Exactly. Right. So you're stating the obvious. So that means you're not very creative. You're not very thoughtful. You don't really... And so that's like one thing. Right. The other thing is... The I had a lot to say and now I'm like, um, if you feel skeeved out by a compliment, 
don't respond. Yeah, you, you don't like, need to say thank just, you. I just agree goodbye. with that. Right. Goodbye. This is not right. the match. If they this start, person. if they start with it, well, she could think maybe it's like there's no such thing as an innocent physical compliment. Well, this is a, well, even the, if it's like you think like you have great you have great eyes is like almost like a sneaky douchier one because they're like trying to pretend that it's that like a good guy a non, under, yeah. like ass it's, boobs it's compliment. The wolf and sheep's. Clothing, right, that's almost you know? worse than you have a great ass. Sure, because like, it's like more predatory. Guys bring up sex to be sexual. Mm-hmm. So I was just having this conversation with a woman last night. She was telling me that this guy over the you know when they were texting brought up licking butt. Okay. okay? Um, first of all, I'm a fan. Okay. Okay. It's <laughs> not here to judge. Right. It's not about that. And I go, but it's not about that. Guys mm. will bring up, if they bring up sex, sex, if you will go along with sexual conversation, you will be more likely to have sex. Right. So that's, it's a test. All these guys are doing, they're seeing it. And I, listen. I've seen, you know what I've seen a lot? You have a great smile. Yeah, Even that, I think, is like a kid is leading to the sexual. It's also something thing. that took no thought to put into writing right. to you. Everyone has a great smile, you know, if to somebody. Right. So I agree. You had no, you knew that was a pre approved written right. thing. It's like, again, slightly predatory in the yeah. nice eyes category of like pseudo not sexual but this is the thing the more if you go along with nice eyes if that's something that gets you right they're going to assume you're down for more so then it's nice eyes oh i can't stop looking at your body you're so my type oh my god what are you wearing what do you you know we should go out sometime right you want to what do you what's your snap name you know what do you want snap let me send you some pictures that's how this whole thing goes it's it's like breadcrumbing you towards fucking. Percent, right. And I, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not apologizing for the behavior. I'm also not against a woman being like, I'm here for fucking too. Right. That's, that, and that's he's totally here to talk. Fine. Like that woman last night that I was talking to, she said, I'm going out with a guy. And I right. go, then don't be surprised. Yeah. That you're starting day one at licking butt. Yeah, if that's what you're... The way it begins is the way it goes. It's, that's the way it goes. Right, so yeah. anytime a guy... Like when a girl's like, look how sexual he's being. I go, okay, but you can just... You're not going to change answer. that. Right. You're not going to yeah. be the one that changes his mind. That's what he's looking for. It's almost more refreshing that yeah. way because you're like, oh, I don't even need to screen this person. They've done it for me. Absolutely. And on the, sub- <laughs> and on the subject of sexualized pictures, I remember a friend of mine, she was like showing me her app... And she was like telling me she was getting all these messages over Facebook from people that saw her on the app, didn't match with her and were like, hey, it's me. I saw you on the app. Right. And I had to find you. She's like, I don't even have. She goes, I don't even have my fucking Instagram up. I don't have my name up. They found her. And I said to her, I go, it's your first pictures. A lot of cleavage. Right. And she was like. And I go, I, and, and this, you know, someone might be listening going, come on, fuck off. Well, but if your first picture and she, and I said to her, I go, this first picture is fucking blood in the water for sharks. You guys are seeing this and going, 
oh my God, I need those fucking well, tits. Here's the, and it's like, that's not right, right but well, that's the, the reality. Here's the dilemma. It's like, you want a picture that's alluring enough that you mm-hmm. get a lot of people who are trying to swipe right or match with you. Sure. But not so alluring that people think that that's, that you're you know, only there for that. But you know the pic, I mean. So I'm saying it is a fine line. There's obviously pictures which are very blatantly sexual and very yes. blatantly leading with sex, which I don't recommend doing if you're looking, if you're looking to like, date and have a relationship i recommend not doing that but if you were looking to hook up that who cares but you're gonna get those types of messages from those types of guys right well i can see where a girl's like well how do i win here if i if i put a dress on that doesn't show any shape or my body then like the guy might not even like want to keep looking and if i if i put a if i'm showing something where my i'm in a bikini then like then i'm gonna get a dick pic i come back to the foot the guy right you're just because you're in a a dress that doesn't show skin mm-hmm. doesn't mean the guy can't imagine skin the guy but it, he has two seconds to decide if the swipe right or the swipe left but the two seconds isn't all tit okay you know the two seconds is you're my type you're my type you're my type mm-hmm. you're my type then when they go back and review the you know the catch you know, what What did we get with the net that went out? Right, they're looking. <laughs> you know, now they're going inspecting through. Inspecting which fish they're going to throw back into the water. Exactly. Okay. Now they're measuring the claws on the king crabs. Right. This one's big enough for me to fuck. This one's big enough for me to go. You know, like this one goes back in the ocean. Okay. So I think we, you know, these aren't, these aren't, um, these aren't, uh, comfortable realities i understand that like everything i'm saying right now it can be a fine line absolutely between but like a picture where you think that you think is flattering where you look good totally and a picture where where you're leading with what you don't want to be leading with it's if if your mom would comment on the picture the guy would comment on it okay you know like if your mom was like boy a lot of this is a very booby picture you know like whatever they a mom would say right the 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 man the is going to come with the sexualized version of your mom comment like if your mom said you're showing off a lot of a lot of cleavage the guy would go love your tits right (laughs) you know like there's going to be a a male i want to fuck you version of the disappointed mom version right so i think that's a good thing to remember when picking your photos I think that's a part of it. But again, if you can have those photos up and just ignore every guy that starts like that too. Yeah. And it's just like any, just know that anything sexualized about looks is going to lead to more about looks and sexualization. Right. And that's, and you know, that girl that the woman I was talking to, she was like, we're going on that date. I was like, and she was like, I'm, I'm dating around. She was like telling me that she was dating a lot of people. And then she was like, there's another guy I'm dating. We haven't even kissed. And I go, and, I, and we've been on five days. We haven't even kissed yet. And I go, that's probably a lot of the reason you're going on the date with the guy that talked about licking butt. <laughs> you know, like right. you're just like, you're looking for the yin to the yang of this, you know, non-kisser. Mm-hmm. So that's true. You know, it, I, it's all understandable and it's all gross, but it's all about having self-responsibility too. I agree. So keep that in mind. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so 
comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's play some games. <laughs> Jordana just got so disgusted by every man, man ever in the history no, of that. No, I, I now have a, through you, I've gotten a deep, deep I'm hoping This is why I'm here. For, I'm here for the, for, you know. Right. Dissection. I, I, I know I'm it a, all now. I've turned against my own. You're revealing secrets, <laughs> trade secrets. Remember that show that had the, uh, the show that used to be on like History Channel, like Secrets? No. They would do this like what Secrets. What year did this come out? long time ago and it's it shows how old i am it's uh but it used to be this show that was on that would be like we're gonna teach you about egypt the secrets of egypt and then it was, oh. and then every every time they go we're gonna teach you the secrets of egypt and then they go secrets <laughs> <laughs> it was just so creepy that sounds exciting though yeah. i would check it out let's play some games all right red flag or deal breaker the guy and i were at a cocktail bar in new york city mid conversation he stops and says i'm like really hungry right now and i have a cookie in my pocket and i'm gonna eat it in my head, I'm like, is this grandma's cookie, pot cookie? He pulls out a Quest Bar protein cookie, half eaten. And I'm like, are you hungry? We can go eat. Like, it's New York City. You can get a slice of pizza next door for a dollar. Anyway, we ended up going to a bar and getting appetizers. He asked me out again, and I agreed because I believe in second chances, and he's hot. Anyway, would this be a red flag or a deal breaker? I feel like you do this. I do this. Uh, well, the, the, would you do this in a date? He's hot because he eats the protein bar. <laughs> this guy is a health person and he's trying to portion out meals and he doesn't want to overeat. I'm, I, I mean, like I deal, you know, did you do that on dates? I would eat, like I would try and like Bring eat before a peanuts. date. Little, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she had a peanut allergy. I could kill her. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you, do, you pull out the peanuts after sex so that uh, you don't have yeah. to worry about calling her back. Exactly. Yeah. So then, oh, time to go. <laughs> Spreading out my peanuts everywhere. You just chase her out the door with a <laughs> bottle, of, a, a jar of Skippy. <laughs> oh, what's this? Ooh. ooh <laughs> throw it at her. Um, I, to me, it's a, I get it. Like, I hate, like, listen, my whole life is a series of trying to be healthy and fun and fun and choosing my spots Mm -hmm. and choosing when I'm going to be unhealthy, when I'm going to be healthy. Dating is an unhealthy thing. Right. Like, you have to go out, you got to drink. And if you're like going to get appetized and you're worried overeating and all that stuff, like, I I can understand. I agree. And I also like kind of feel like I would be a little turned off by it. I think just... I think just because of the the sense of like, oh, like you're eating without me and yeah, like this 
He should have done it cooler. He could have gone in the bathroom and like just eaten in there. About food, of course. Right. This guy has a major complex right. about food. I can. I know exactly what his that, complex that is. That to me would be a little worrisome to me. But like, I think for some people wouldn't mind it. For me, it's it's a. I don't think it's a deal breaker, but it's a red flag. If a girl did this, are you fine with it? I would be more on board with it because then I would know like, oh, she too. gets it. She'd yeah. Like, oh, she's got her. She, she's got her quest bar. Yeah. I can. I could hypothetically like right. not go on a date. I could be like, can we just do drinks later? I don't feel like eating a big dinner. And she would understand. Right. Like I would think you like, I'd be like, you're fine with like, your- a, like, like I have a friend that like, um, he, he always plans like Monday, we're going to get together and all eat and drink and get fucked up. And I'm like, can I get off the weekend first? Right. Can I get, can I get healthy, healthy? first before I become disgusting again? Exactly. And right. he never understands that. Does he have a fast metabolism? He just is an asshole. You know, know, it's always like, we're going out Tuesday, 2 2 p.m., we're doing lunch, then dinner, then late night eats, and you're like, can I get off of, I I still feel like shit from the weekend. I can't handle this. I can't handle this. You know, and some people don't, will not understand that. And it's to say that because you're kind of like, I'm not down for whatever anymore. Always. I mean, like, even ordering healthy, people get weird about. When you order healthy, people get f- people can't right. make it not about them. Because I mean, it's just less fun to eat unhealthy with someone who's eating. It's like drinking. It's I less fun it. to drink alone. But it's not it's a less- judgment on you. No, I get that. I get that. I'm when I'm with people who are eating healthier, I'm more inclined to eat healthier, which is probably a good thing. But I'm also kind of like. I don't feel as I feel guiltier now about ordering the fries than I did before. Sure, you got I mean, here. the worst is when waiters do it to you. When they do what? I ordered. I was when I was in Vegas. I ordered. I got like an egg white omelet, mm-hmm. and like the waiter was like, "Look at you being healthy." Right. I was like, "What? <laughs> you shaming what? me?" What? Yeah. What? That's not even like a compliment. <laughs> Vegas is not a healthy city. So no. props to you for keeping it healthy. I tried my best. Well, now that you're, in, that's one of the benefits of being in a relationship. You can do your annoying weird shit without, but having now to be judged. But it's also the negative of being in a relationship, right? Because the negative is you don't want to do dinner with me. It's Wednesday. We need to go on a dinner date. And I'm like, no, I need to eat a Turkey sandwich with nothing on it right. to fucking feel like a normal person. Yeah. Everyone's That's like, true. oh, this is why he's been single. It's bad. I mean, yeah, I, I see both sides to it, too. I feel like it, I definitely gain weight in a relationship, at least in the beginning. That's the thing, because you're it going fucks up out. your habits. Yeah, you, and you're like just trying to find a good schedule. Yeah. And no one, everyone takes your schedule personally. That's true. Well, this guy should just make his weird shit. Like, he should have eaten it in the bathroom yeah. if I were him. Eat it in your car before you get to the date. <laughs> Don't make it weird. Let's do another. She um, met someone on a dating app who she exchanged numbers with, but every time he'd contact her, it'd be via FaceTime. At work, FaceTime. Working out, FaceTime. Going to sleep, FaceTime. For additional context, the FaceTime would normally be after one text on his end and then one response back from her. So red flag or deal breaker, would you give FaceTime guy or girl a chance? I couldn't do it. It's you, too much. I couldn't do it, and it's for very reasons that you wouldn't think. Okay. I don't mind a FaceTime. Sure. I don't like, especially in the beginning of dating, I don't like having to always like look put together. Sure. It's like very, it's a lot. Like I, when we get yeah. ready for a date, like you know that, like girls, yeah. we take like hours. Sure, sure, sure. I don't need to be like impromptu having to worry about like how my hair looks every day because you need to fucking FaceTime me. Yeah. 
you and know, eventually that goes away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we we reveal our true selves, <laughs> our true monster-looking fu- banshee selves. <laughs> um, but in who the begin- is this? In the beginning, you got to keep up like a little bit of a sexy lure, and FaceTime is not mysterious. What bothers me about this FaceTime person is they can never. They always make it you a deep-seated, rooted issue with you. Right. When people do this shit, they're normal. You're crazy. Because you don't like to. So they'll go, oh, do you have a problem? You don't want to talk on the phone? Do you have a problem with intimacy? You don't, yeah, you don't like seeing me? What are you hiding? It's like, no, you're a crazy person who doesn't communicate right. like the rest of us That's normal people. That's not how it's done yeah. these days. It's like, you, a, yeah, you're someone, crazy. Someone wanted to communicate with you via telegram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, no, that's not how it's done anymore. Oh, oh what? You don't want to write poetry <laughs> to me via a crow that drops it off? You know, exactly. like, no, you're crazy. You're the crazy one. I agree with that. So you'd be out? Out. I like that they text before to make sure they're available. Yeah. Hey, you there? Can't even be like, oh, I wasn't around. Like they make sure that you're around. I would be waiting so busy. This text. person would think I'm fucking. Also, what kind of a person can fucking FaceTime you at work? What kind of a loser, unemployed person is this? Yeah, this person has or, too much time. Or a comedian by night. Yeah, <laughs> it's me. Yes. <laughs> Surprise. All right, this guy wrote in with a fuck Mary kill. Okay. I don't totally get how it works, but I thought we'd try it. Okay, you fuck one, you marry one, you kill one. Yeah, I know that part, but like with with inanimate objects or Well, I've done this with like fast food. I've done it with a bunch of okay. different things. Okay. So he says the chef, the babysitter and the housekeeper. Fuck marry kill. So you have a chef, you have a babysitter, and, and you a have housekeeper. a housekeeper. I think you you marry the babysitter so they can take care of your kids so you don't have to. Yeah, you don't, you want, from all my friends with kids, the ones with nannies and thing in help. Are better relationships. Are doing okay. Yeah. So There's a lot, that to me feels like the most u- useful, like I've never had a chef, so I don't know what it's like to have well, a chef. Well, you wouldn't have to pull out a Quest bar. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> that would be, that make things your easier. Your chef already knew your, what your dietary restrictions Exactly. Are. I've always said like, the best thing in the world would be to have a chef on staff and you'd be like, these are the calories. Right. This is all Make you it cook. happen. They, every day you get me to this number and then I'm done. That'd and that would be like, that'd be great. That's yeah. how these like, you know, when you talk about like the Kardashians and like, mm-hmm. you know, all these people like, you know, these movie stars that get in great shape for movies. It's like, yeah, right. They did this. Well, with that was chef. my issue with Rob Kardashian. Cause I was like, you've got all this stuff and you're still fat. I mean, I, he's got to have... I get that it's a mental thing. Uh, he's got to have sound, that came off serious slightly insensitive. <laughs> but I do think it's kind of like, come on, you got every resource I mean, available I, I, to you. Even, and well, that just shows Let's you how just make it off the deep end he must be. Right. Like, it's got to be tough being him. So we're marrying the babysitter. Yeah, I'm, I'm with sex you, Mar- with the chef. Uh, no, I'm marrying the babysitter. I'm fucking the housekeeper. And I'm killing the chef because I don't know what it's like to have a chef so you I can live without it. it. I wouldn't okay. miss it. I feel like the chef is like a sexier thing to have The chef is with. amazing. In the house, I don't really well, You're not to... fucking, do you understand? It's like... You're saying that you'd get them the amount... You'd have the babysitter, you marry the babysitter, you have a babysitter at all times for your kids. Oh, okay. It's like... You fuck like, the chef, you're like, every you're now and again, every now and again you get a chef. Oh, in that case, I would have sex with the housekeeper. Yeah. Every couple months, okay. you get a housekeeper that comes in, cleans the place. I thought you actually have to have sex with the chef. No. Like, these are their professions. <laughs> oh, I mean, 
Oh, now I get it. Let's play that way too. Okay, that's a good way to play. So, so these are the people you're dating's professions, right? Well, then I'm also okay. marrying the babysitter, and I'm also having sex with the chef. This time I'm having sex with the chef, and I'm I'm killing the housekeeper. I can clean my own house. Oh, I don't. No, I. I Same answer. This is tougher now, because now I feel like it's you a, might marry the chef. See, I. It's kind of like, well, it's like the Seinfeld episode. When you date a masseuse, you never get the massage. Right. So I think like, it's, I think that's the same with, with a chef. chef. Yeah. But they might cook you something when they're trying to impress you, which is why you have sex Fuck with them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm fucking the chef. I'm marrying the babysitter because this is someone who's caring and thoughtful. Right. And uh, good with children, a.k.a. my nuts. You're, I'm going uh, <laughs> to remind your wife, your future wife, to uh, hire an ugly nanny. <laughs> you just made that sound way too appealing. Kill the housekeeper because that person's an anal, you know, annoying person. Right. Like they're the person that's like, hey, take your shoes off. Right. Just clean them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is, kill them. There you go. All right. Well, that's our show. We did it. That was fun. Fun. Okay. Good one if we do say so ourselves. Exactly. If you think it was good, make it your Instagram story, make it your Instagram story, make it your Instagram story. Rate, review, and subscribe. Get on it. Um, we'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.